Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now your Super Bowl matchup has been set. It will be the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Which I'm pretty positive is how a lot of people probably picked it before the season ever started. Because yeah, so, I mean, possibly, a bit of a chalk yes. in there, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's the season didn't play out for that to be chalk. As you enter the playoffs, you would think 49ers Ravens chalk would be chalk, or not would be chalk. Um, and you got a little, <laughs> you deviated from that plan a little bit. But it preseason, it this was probably a chalk matchup. The script was still there. The script was still in play, right? That's well, not the, the NFL script. Yeah. The script that one that one dude on Twitter put out last year was uh, Detroit beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and um, we almost got it. Yeah, we're close. We almost got there. Uh, I'd say it was. Let's just say there were six hours of. Football on yesterday, how many hours would you say y'all guys actually were able to watch? Um, every every moment. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Until yeah. towards the night game. I'm right. going to be real with you. Yeah. I, I struggle. I shut it down at any night. Bit. Any night game, I struggle. Struggle as in eyes rolling in the back of your head or struggled as in it couldn't keep my attention very long? Struggle as in eyes rolling back as in I got to shut this thing down. Yeah. As in I knew, <laughs> I knew once I went to bed, I said the 49ers are going to come back. Yeah, because I felt like Detroit made me too comfortable to be like, okay, I could go, maybe throw in a little laundry real fast, it run was, the dog out real quick at halftime. So I was, I was, you going. Know, I was good, and then exactly what I predicted happened. Yeah, Forty Nineers came back. I was going back. I was, I was tweeting with people talking about the games and going back and forth, and some guy goes, "Don't you have to be up early in the morning?" And I go, "Yeah." I do, but I'm finishing this game. But also, I have to talk about this game. <laughs> but but I, I, t- I tweeted yesterday morning early. I said, um, this is one of my favorite days of football. And it is. Championship Sunday is one of my favorite good. days of football. It's a good day. You get two normally really good games. Uh, it's kind of the un- – I know the Super Bowl is officially the uh, the end of the season, but there's – Championship Weekend is kind of the official – it's the it's the end for me of regular, like regular football because you get two games right. They get the times are different, but you get regular football on a Sunday for the most part, and and it and it and they're they're like I said they're always normally good games and they're a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, no, I, I I'm completely there with you. To me, it is kind of the unofficial end of football season because you do have those two good matchups and footballs on all day. I'll say this much: I watched. Almost every snap yesterday, I would say probably half of them I was on mute for because my daughter wasn't feeling well and like she wants to watch Finding Nemo on one TV, so I muted it for her for a little bit. And I'm I'm watching it, and it's so funny watching games on mute. And I actually put this out once I was able to turn the volume back up because Greg Olson comes back on the TV, and I'm like, dude, he is so good. People were tweeting. Kendrick Perkins, I think, was like, he was, he's in his bag in the booth. Dude, he's so good. And, of course, you know, it's the 80-20 rule whenever you tweet something like that that you're going to get 20% that are haters. But oh, I, mean, I love the people that know nothing support. about anything but want to criticize what he's doing. Right. It, he's that's so the first good, time though, I've dude. gotten to hear him uh, do a game, a whole game. Like, I know he's done games, but I watched the game out the other night that he did. But that's the first time I've watched him do a whole game in – quite some time where I had to sound up and I wasn't somewhere where it was down. 
He was. I thought he was phenomenal last night. I thought he was so good. His ability to do the like situational awareness uh, in a lot of those, you know, into the third quarter. Oh, you know, hey, look for the hard snap right here, coming down to the zeros, and it just like he seems to be one step ahead. He'd be a really, he'd make a really good coach, by the way. He's always seems to be one step ahead in situational awareness, and in the booth, I think that's invaluable. And he doesn't try to over-explain things. He tries to just talk, you know, tell it like it is, and kind of break it down deeper. And I. I think he's incredible. I kind of let out yesterday that, you know, look, I can't believe this guy is not going to be on the A squad next year for Fox. Obviously, was it Tom Brady's contract, $370 million or something along those lines. But, man, give me Greg Olson in those big games every time. Yeah, well, he actually does coach. He coaches his sons, I think, little little league. Um, But he was sharp as a player, sharp in the locker room with media. This is – yeah, I mean, it translated over really well. Basically, you're getting – a player on the field in the booth. And sometimes it doesn't always sound like that, but that's what you're getting with, with Greg Olson. Yeah, he's got some situational awareness of, of things and, and assignment uh, awareness for both sides of the ball that a lot of times you see only out of quarterbacks. He, yeah. kind, of, he kind of understands all defenses. All his years with Cam Newton is yeah. some of his best seasons. So, yeah, yeah he, he understands it all. It's, 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 and it's, it's refreshing. It's, not, it's just refreshing to hear a guy that didn't play quarterback have that knowledge and that understanding of the game because – if you if you go and you talk, there are positions that have less of the X's and O's part and more of that guy. Go hit him, right? You, right. If, if anybody has wherever he goes, you follow him. You see that oblong shaped thing? Yeah. Okay. Anybody that has that, you you obliterate. All right, obliterate them. Obliterate them. All right. That's all. But that's what you see with some of the best players. They have an understanding of what everybody else's assignment is on the field. It reminds me of the comment, and you know, it's funny. Tom Brady comes up. I think Tom Brady was like thirty nine, and somebody's like, "Are you going to retire soon?" And he was like, "I feel like I just got the answers to the test. Like I understand the game at such a high level now that it's less physical than it's ever been, and more mental. I know where this guy's going, that guy's going, which coverage is in, who's shading who, and what they're trying to do defensively." I, I got to listen to Bo, and I don't know if you did. Uh, Greg Olson was on um, with Dale Earnhardt Jr. on his on his pod one time. And, by the way, Dale's the best racing broadcaster. And listening to them talk back and forth. And Greg wasn't just like that about football. He was actually like that about, like, fatherhood and a number of other things. Listening to him talk about raising his kids, to your point, coaching his kids and doing things like that. And he made the point that, you know, trying to get your kids into sports and use sports. And he was like, I coach my kids and I invest in my kids as much as they invest in themselves. And that was, that rang so true. I think for a lot of people, Greg was like, I cannot, my oldest son can't, you know, can't peel him out of the batting cage. He's always like Sundays. He's going up and long toss and doing all these things. And I, I, I invest in him. Like if he wants to be on a travel team, he can do this, do that. He's like my daughter, my youngest daughter, soccer player. He's like, she could care less if she scores or if they win or lose. And he was like, to that effect, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, cool. You want a new pair of cleats? That's fine. <laughs> you know, just one of those things. But man, he's so good. I have so much respect for him. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to to not see him in that role next year. So the matchup is set. Let's hit the front page. One, two, three. It's time to take a look at today's top headlines. This is the front page on the morning shift. Brought to you by Central Park Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia State University Athletics. So did. The 49ers win, or did the Lions lose? Mm. That's a great question. Well, both happened because the 49ers <laughs> did win and, and the Lions did lose. I, I thought <laughs> they, you know what I was trying to do. Um, I mean, you know, I, I th- you know blame lie, what, what's the old saying? More than one thing can you be shut true. Shut your mouth. You know um, where I was going with it. It's 6 a.m. Shut your mouth when you do. If I'm allowed to open my mouth, I will say <laughs> shut this. Your mouth when you're talking to me. Um, I thought Dan Campbell 
overcoached. <laughs> I, I, I said last night, sometimes you can be too aggressive. I don't care what you've done all year. All year is not the NFC Championship game on the road in the second half where you're trying to hold a lead or, excuse Wait. me, not hold, not hold, add to a lead. So you would play scared. You would change it no, up. No, I would go get points. You make it a three-score game, and you, 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 you then put more pressure on San Francisco, not less. You, you make them have to beat, beat you. You put urgency into them, and by not doing that, they're, they're immediately it's a what a big, big, big fifteen-yard catch, and then boom, he airs it out. Ball bounces off the DB's head, and, and I think it was Brandon Ayuk makes a hell. Of a catch. Do you know how Crazy. this goes? If they would have converted, yeah, it's the greatest. They they the stuck Cajones to on this guy. stay true to who yeah, they but, are. But what That's happens? The Lions this season, and they didn't waver. Okay, let me ask you this: What happens if they convert, and then they get back in a fourth and four or three? Do you think that they are going to kick it then? Because I would like to think at that point he would have kicked it as well. But I would hope in that case. Greg Olson nailed it though. He said, "Hey, you don't run on third down there unless you know you're going for it." They'd already they'd already figured. I just don't think it was. I think you. I just think you can be over too aggressive, and then they do the exact same thing later in the game when it's tied. Take the points, or maybe yeah. they're down. Was maybe the they're down at that the point. Game, I'm trying to remember. I'm like shuffling back through my head. There was one that, jo- that hit off Josh Reynolds' hands. It was kind of a little bit off. That was the first one. A little bit of the throw that was off. That, that, was, I, the first that one. was the first one for sure. Uh, the second one, I think Amaron St. Brown. He had a couple of plays where they would have been tough, tough catches, but that I thought that maybe he should have had. He should have caught both and those balls. There he was dropped. a number of those, uh, by the way, in both those games yesterday, where it's like, oh man, that's the kind of play you have to make if you're going to go to the Super Bowl. And more times than not, you saw Brock Purdy able to do that, and you saw Patrick Mahomes able to do that. Rolling out, flick the ball back across your body to a tight end or whoever it may be running across the middle, and they make a diving catch. Kelsey had a number of catches yesterday that were just insane, insane catches. He played like an insane person. Like a man (laughs) possessed. He was on a mission. Yes. Yeah, it's not been his best year overall. He's had some rough stretches, but, man, he's been big during the playoffs. And, man, yesterday – I text, I don't know if it was both of y'all or one of y'all, I text some things you can't say on the air about him. Like, he's a bleaking beast. <laughs> like, unreal. Which, by the way, this is still making Ding. me giggle. <laughs> I can say, by the way. Oh, can you? Uh, yes, I can. Can you say, uh, I'm going to be honest with you? Because a video was shot on the field pregame, and you have Justin Tucker warming up, and he's, I, I don't know who was in the wrong, because uh, I wasn't on field level to see that. But apparently it was in Patrick Mahomes' way and Travis Kelsey's way. And Travis Kelsey's trying to look out for his quarterback. But you see Mahomes kick the kickstand, have exchanged some words with Tucker. And then here comes Kelsey just slinging his helmet out of the way. It reminded me of, like, bullies in high school right, or something. Right, like, You're not going to do anything I, about you it. you pick on a little kicker? This, I, don't know, uh, I don't know how the field laughing. was set up as far as warm-ups go, but there's no reason for Justin, kick, uh, Justin Tucker to have his helmet on the field like that would be the point where i'd be like all right bro like you're doing this on purpose do we know it was his helmet i mean i think uh, we I assume think it's they, his helmet because i'm pretty sure it's probably I think it's it. a safe assumption I, I thought that they were kind of just going back and forth and a little bit of jest until the very end when you see kelsey walk up and tell Mahomes that's enough it looked like and then tucker 
uh, sets his little little standout, and Mahomes does it, and then he finally Tucker gives him a look, and I was like, oh, they're probably not joking anymore. It, there's no, a, was, there's a couple hilarious. of kickers in the league that will do that, that will like you know take their own. Listen, by the way, both those guys could possibly end up in the Hall of Fame when you look oh. at Justin Tucker and Patrick Mahomes. I think all and three of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Travis Kelsey now, I think with the uh, playoff receptions record over uh, what was it, probably Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Right? I mean, that's uh, that's crazy to think about, but it, it it did give you a chuckle watching it. I was like, so this, this game's gonna be a, good. I, the whole time I'm like, this is just a series of unfortunate events, you know, like one guy's warm, another guy's space. But then I saw the helmet, and I was like, okay, now at this point he's got to no, be doing it's that on per- it's a, yeah, like he's just got to be doing that on. Per- like, there's no reason for you to have your helmet on the field. I and not only that, crying. but it's a danger to everybody else running around the field for your helmet to be in the middle of the field. That's like, fine, but no one was really sprinting right there in that that little small of a space. It was just the level of pettiness for me. Yeah. Made me laugh what and did? made me want to watch this game even more when you're trying to get into it with the kicker, who, by the way, no disrespect to him because it's Justin Tucker. Yeah. Right? But you're getting into right. it with a kicker as a starting quarterback. He'd be on one of the team. only kickers with enough uh, gusto to feel like to he could go do back that. To and he'd be good, and good. That was a that was an old school kind of a throwback game because it was a defense dominated, hard hitting, chippy, physical game. Uh, the lot was made about the Kyle Van Noy penalty that gives the Chiefs an extra 15 yards. I think it was the one that led to that field goal at the end of the first half. The one thing I'll say about it is this. We can we can think that, oh, soft all we want, or you can't. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That game had been chippy from the start. One of the jobs the referees are tasked with every week and every assignment they have is to maintain the game and basically keep things from getting out of hand. And Travis Kelsey was talking all, as we just talked about in pregame, all day long he was chirping. And he was getting under their skin, and, and they they made some boneheaded plays. The Van Noy play was just dumb. The Zay Flowers taunt was dumb. Like, the uh, the, the Jadavion Clowney hit on Mahomes, That was dumb. so st- stupid, yeah. It, you cannot hit the quarterback in the head. And not in that game, in that situation, you can't do it. And Tiffany, you know as good as anybody covering these games, if he hits him in the midsection, he could have did just as much damage and probably not gotten flagged. But you hit a quarterback in the head, they're going to call it. Every time they see it, it's indefensible. 